Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, back here, Burgundy Gold today, hour two. Scott Jackson with you. We'll hear uh, from Ron Rivera probably this hour as well. Uh, maybe he gives us, maybe not, a uh, you know a clue as to who is actually going to be the starting quarterback this week. But for what it's worth, Sam Howell took the first reps. Taylor Heineke rotated in as well as like they were splitting them at practice today. All right, our pleasure right now to go to the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to be the books. Download the BetQL app today to bring in Anthony Armstrong, Mr. Armstrong on Twitter. Of course, uh, former Washington Redskins wide receiver. Uh, I believe now residing in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Am I correct, Anthony? Yes, indeed. I'm up here in McKinney, Texas, man. It's a beautiful day out here, a little chilly, uh, but all is well. All right, How are you, and you doing? good. Good to hear you again, man. It's been a while. Now you're doing the uh, Believe uh, Commanders uh, podcast. I know as well. You're a co-host there, uh, and again doing the reality thing down in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So you're still keeping a close, uh, obviously tabs on the game in the uh, one of the franchises you played for. And I, I saw some of your tweets this week. I thought it was made a lot of sense. I thought it'd be good to get you on and uh, let them share with the audience here. Hey, so thanks for giving us some time. Yes, indeed. I'm ready to share. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, let's get to this. First of all, you you were up here, was it last week or the, before uh, the new year? Saw the facility and saw, obviously, a much different facility than the one that you practiced in back when you were here uh, in uh, the, you know, 2010-2011. Yes, yes, indeed. We were up there. Uh, we, were, we arrived on Christmas Eve, so, you know, they were, the team was out in San Francisco, and then I was able to catch a catch a day, a, a little bit of practice, uh, preparing for Cleveland. So, got to take a tour of the facility and see some of the changes. And I was I was very happy with with some of the things that uh, that they've done up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, you know, they have done a lot of reconfiguring. Look, there's only so much they can do without just you know bulldozing the whole area. There, it, you know, it's never going to be confused with the Ravens or some of these other teams. But it is definitely a better use of the space than it was before, for sure. It is better use of the space, but like one of the things that I always, you know, felt was was a problem was that they didn't let everybody eat in the cafeteria. And now, you know, yeah. Ron Rivera made a change. He was like, anybody in the building is able to go down to the cafeteria and get some food. That seems like a small thing, but it didn't make sense for me to have a professional, you know, football team that didn't feed everybody. So that's a big thing, and you can tell that, you know, it seems like the employees are happier. It's a it's a much better place to work at. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that That is good to see. Now, as far as what's happened last week, I want to get your thoughts, as, especially as an offensive player. You, you probably, you know, in your career uh, at, at one level or another had a feeling about a quarterback decision a head coach made. How do you think that impacted what we saw last week uh, in that game against the Cleveland Browns? I mean, obviously it was, it was a negative impact. Uh, I think that when – when you go way back to the, the game whenever uh, Washington beat Philly and, and you heard Terry McLaurin go on and on about how, how much Taylor Heineke means to him and that team, making that change, it had to take – it was like a gut punch in my eyes. You know, There's it it, it nothing against Carson, but y you know sometimes you got a guy that you're fighting for and, and he juices the team up a little bit. And when you take that out of there, it's, it's kind of hard to make that, that switch and that transition. and. Just operating inside of the offense, it's going to feel different. Things are going to work differently, and and it showed on the field. And it, it definitely wasn't the performance they were wanting or expect, expecting. And I mean, hindsight being twenty twenty, I you know I'm sure they would have decided to stay with Taylor um, and then just try to improve the play around it rather than try to make a switch to a different person. 
Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, I think John Allen made the comment, the, the, the Nick Saban comment, and, and Rivera agreed with it, I think, at one of his press conferences, which was sometimes the team picks the quarterback. And there's no doubt. I mean, they were frustrating those few weeks that lost some games, left points on the board for sure, and they really had, you know, it was very inconsistent. Uh, but but clearly not the results they were looking for. And, and, and unfortunately, you know, for Carson Wentz, this is not something that was shocking. We've kind of seen this. The last two stops, you know, this is kind of who he has become, unfortunately. After one point, the guy was on the road to being the MVP of the league before injuring his knee against the Rams in that Super Bowl year. Yeah, absolutely. He definitely was, you know, playing at a very high level. And one thing I looked at, I looked at the statistics. I mean, most of his success comes from, you know, throwing to really good tight ends. I mean, he had Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard for all those years in Philly. And if you look at this offense now, your star power and your most explosive players are at receiver. And, you know, just being the quarterback, it's hard to get him to transition and say, hey, throw the ball to these guys out on, out on the edge a little bit and try to spread the ball around that way. And, and that's something that Taylor was able to do. He was able to get Terry McLaurin involved. He was able to get the ball to Jahan Dotson. Um, and they're finding ways to you know, utilize Curtis Samuel in the slot and underneath a little bit. So it, it, it just seems like you almost had to change the play call style based on the quarterback, and it wasn't really uh, melding very well. Well, I mean, we're here with Andy Armstrong, former Washington Redskins wide receiver, with us via the BeckQL guest hotline here on the Team Nightly Streaming Live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson with you here on Burgundy and Gold today. Well, the the offense obviously, you know, didn't get the jump start, the spark, as Ron Rivera pointed out, they were looking for last week. So the season's now over, the competitive part. Now the decision is whether to go back to Taylor Heineke, uh, to let Sam Howell, you know, grab the reins of the whole whole week. Uh, could be a combination of both coming into this final game against the Cowboys, which obviously means a lot for Dallas potentially. If the Eagles were to lose, they can steal uh, the division. What what do you think about them going to the rookie, and would there be any fear that, you know, somehow, some way, if he isn't quite, quote-unquote, ready, it could somehow damage him further? I, mean, I think that you you got to give him a chance to get out there and see what he can do. You know, he sat and watched from the sideline the whole entire season, and, and you really you don't, you don't have anything to lose. You know, I mean, you're not yeah. playing for any playoff spot, so you might as well throw him out there. I think I've seen some reports that they're probably going to split time between him and Heineke. And I think that's probably the best thing that you can do. Maybe maybe Taylor starts it off a little bit, and then you make a switch, or I don't know. Hell, maybe you just let let Sam go out there and do what he can. I mean, he's going up against a tough defense, very talented pass rush, and you know sometimes those young guys they don't know no better. They're not they don't know they're supposed to be worried or scared about the defense they're going up against. He's ready to compete. He's ready to throw the ball around. I'm sure you're going to see some fireworks when he's out there. Will there be mistakes? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you expect that from a young guy, but he deserves the right to go ahead and get a chance and. See what he can do, and, and maybe it helps you uh, decide how you want to approach the offseason, especially at that quarterback position. All right, we're, Anthony, you, you were here, obviously, you know, in a wild time because Mike Shanahan, you know, like Ron Rivera, was looking for his quarterback and, you know, finally got it in the 2012 season. You know, the injury happens for Robert Griffin III, and then obviously everything went to hell after that, <laughs> including, yeah. you know, him basically asking to get fired the next year. Uh, but kind of playing it out through the 2013 season and obviously, you know, left here with a staff that was full of future stars of the league. Uh, you know, McVay stuck around for a little bit longer, but obviously everybody else scattered elsewhere and uh, have all uh, seemed to land on the feet rather nicely. Uh, but this organization obviously has not been able to get it right. They have a sale, we believe, coming up this offseason. At least the first bids have been in. They've been higher than expected. How much of all the stuff that happens – you know, off the field, do you think impacts what's trying to be done by the coaching staff and by the players of this organization? You know, I would think that for the players, it shouldn't matter that much, but it's something that you're going to have to hear about. I mean, you know, D.C. media love them, but they're going to ask those questions. They're going to ask about, hey, who do you want to be the owner? And you guys yeah. are like, I don't know, I don't care. Right. But unfortunately, it's a, it's a question that you have to ask and you're going to have to answer. Uh, so it, it spills in there a little bit, and and I, and I say I have to commend Ron Rivera for the fact that he's had to handle and deal with a whole bunch of just mess over his entire time. You know, nobody wanted to take the head coaching job. Uh, so he takes the job. He brought some respect to it where you got interviews for, and visits from players that you wouldn't have gotten in the past. I mean, Thomas Davis, I want to say, came in. Greg Olson came in and because they had respect for Ron Rivera. And if you go down the list of just the people, that, people players and coaches that have been in that building, uh, you're looking at Mike McDaniel, Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, 
uh, Kevin O'Connell, plus you got offensive coordinator in Minnesota, Wes Phillips. He was all in that building. And you got great players that have decided that they didn't want to be there. So now that you got a superstar like Terry McLaurin that wants to stay and has chosen to stay, that tells me that Ron Rivera has had an impact and there's some good things going on with this team. And they're moving in the right direction. I don't think they're far off. Uh, maybe maybe a season, maybe two, but I think they're closer than you think. Right? You're, you're, you're getting guys that want to be a part of it. Um, if they can find a way to keep Deron Payne in the building, it lets me know you really got some good things going. Uh, it doesn't mean you don't have to make some changes um, with the coaching staff here and there, but uh, I, I definitely think Ron Rivera should be around, in the at least in the front office, to help build and continue that the, the strong change that he's made. Well, I think he's definitely going to be around next year. I don't. I don't think it's going. To, anything's going to happen quick enough for them to make any change for the uh, for the new person, yeah. whoever that ends up being. Um, you know, I thought. I think you brought up this point, but in terms of the offense, do you, do you think there's? I don't know, enough smarts, enough innovation here. I mean, we have people wringing their hands saying, man, they could really damage Hal by playing him this week. And I, and I keep going back to the Mr. Irrelevant seems to be doing just fine out there in, in San Francisco, but maybe Kyle Shanahan's just that next level smarter than everybody else. I don't know. Uh, I see what Sean McVay has done with Baker Mayfield, who was supposedly done forever, you know. you know. And just there, there are other coaches in other places. You know, Daniel Jones, you know, the Giants didn't even want him, and they've been able to win with him this year and a first-year staff. It just feels like there are teams that can coach people up. I'm just not sure we've seen that here enough with this crew. I, I can agree with that. And I'm I'm putting it on myself as a little project just to go back and I want to watch all the games. I want to see yeah. how things are going. I want to see, you know, like how is the offense being utilized? Why is there such a difference between the two quarterbacks? And the reason why, uh, you know, Brock Purdy's had success is because the offense hasn't had to change he's been able to go in and run the same things. You know what I mean? You don't have to yep. change the scheme too much. Uh, when you watch Daniel Jones, they've simplified that so much for him. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Basically, it's a, it's, they shorten it. They make him read one side of the field. It's throw it to him, throw it to this person, or run. Or, second thing, give it to, to Saquon Barkley. You know? So if you yep. have some powerful players like that, it makes it easier on that quarterback. Where, you know, this system is kind of – appears to be it's more on the quarterback to make the decisions, and uh, maybe that doesn't need to be how it is, you know. Scheme everything up, put in something where it's going to, you know, bolster the players and put them in better positions to where, you know, you don't have to worry about making too many decisions at quarterback. Just, just deal it, go one-two, and make your decision. Yeah, I mean, you again, you played for Shanahan um, for a couple seasons, so you see how, how it worked. I mean, look, you guys, those years, obviously, until they got – until they got Robert, it wasn't always the prettiest offenses, but they did, you know, even with Rex Grossman, who had a propensity to turn the football over, and they could move the ball between the 20s if nothing else, and obviously they, they had to, uh, you know, juggle quarterback situations there uh, early going. But what, what do you think it is about the system that works so well and why it has worked really well for him as the, as the head man at San Francisco? Uh, that that system, is, they, they do that, they run that stretch first and foremost. They're trying to get that outside zone and and, and – I remember just they pound that, that way home, and it, it starts to get the the safeties affected, um, and then you can play action off of it, and you can run the nakeds in the boots, and um, they've been really creative by implementing Debo Samuel and utilizing different ways for him to, to get involved. And I just know every single time Kyle goes in there, he's going to install the same few plays. It's, it's just like remember the Titans. I mean, it's like it's going to be like Novocaine. It's going to work eventually. You go yeah. way back to the time when he was the OC in Houston. Yeah. I mean, they would continually throw for 300 yards with Matt Schaub and Arian Foster would run for 100, uh, time in and time out. So they they always have had a way to put up some yards. and It's just a tried-and-true system. And, frankly, it's a system where it allows you to, to play fast and not have to think that much. That was the one thing I loved about it, is that it, it, was, it was predicated on speed, and it was just like, hey, no hots, no sights, just go. Just go fast. And uh, you know some of these, uh, some of the, some of the running plays that you got in Washington with the jet sweeps and all that window dressing. Everything's kind of slower to develop, and and I don't think it puts some of the players in the best position to be successful at all the time. Yeah, it's an interesting point, uh, you know, and obviously the results have not been there either. Uh, Anthony Armstrong uh, again on Twitter at Mr. Armstrong. Where, where else can uh, get? Or excuse me, Mr. Armstrong thirteen on Twitter. Uh, you know, obviously the Believe uh, Commanders uh, podcast. Uh, where, where else can they find you? Um, I'm on Instagram a little bit. That's rated Armstrong, but Mr. I mean, hit me on Twitter. That's that's where I've, I've been getting back active and 
you know, communicating with the fans a little bit. Obviously, they believe in Commander's podcast. I've been enjoying that for the past, you know, this whole season and uh, looking forward to do that, you know, moving into the off season into next year as well. All right, very nice. Now, for for you, you still keep in touch with some of the guys you played with from your time here? Yeah, I've got a few guys I speak with. I know they've, you know, some of them moved on to, you know, some positions in the NFL and there's, there's guys that are coaching around the league and, uh, it's good to see those guys go out, go have some success after after their playing days. Yeah, no doubt. Um, well, good to hear from you, and uh, keep doing what you're doing at Mr. Armstrong 13 at, at the uh, Believe Network as well. We can find his podcast there, and always appreciate uh, your insights, man. Thanks a lot for joining us. Yes, indeed. Thanks for having me, Scott. All right, take care. Anthony Armstrong uh, with us here on Burgundy and Gold today talking about the commander's situation. All right, well, Coming up, uh, I believe Ron Rivera is taking the podium now, so we'll see if we get any insight as to who will be the quarterback this week. And uh, at some point, i got to go through the tankathon scenarios with you, and we'll get to phone calls as well. Uh, here in a bit, it is Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 90 stream, live on the free Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast burgundy gold today scott jackson with you ron rivera at the podium on the quarterback announcement as to who will start this week and i think some of you might like it Cool. First, I want to start off by opening up and giving my th- our thoughts and prayers as an organization to DeMar Hamlin and his family, his friends, the Buffalo Bills organization, and the community of Buffalo. Uh, we know it was a terrifying uh, situation and transpired. And we're praying for DeMar and hoping that he's able to make a full recovery. We talked about what happened in our team meeting this morning. We talked about the, uh, uh, our, 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 our um, mental health people are available. Uh, if any players have any concerns or questions they want to talk about, and then Coach Jordan led us in a team prayer. I just wanted to open up by saying that we're thinking of that young man, his family, and everyone is impacted by that situation. Well, our our plans is we're going to start with Sam. You know, I. Um, I spoke with the, the coaches, uh, talked to some of the team leaders, and um, you know, and talked with uh, some others about it. 
and hope we feel that this is an opportunity for us to give Sam a chance to show us what he's capable of. Um, I think that you know the opportunity is, is going to be a good one for him to to go out and play football and you know just kind of show us. I mean, you know, we're not going to judge everything on Sam based on just one game. We are going to get an opportunity to see him and see how he prepares and gives himself the opportunity to play. And obviously, you know, there was some thought about Taylor and then, and then Sam. Right. What, what, what does it come down to and what, what were some of the, I guess, maybe concerns with just automatically going to Sam? Well, I think at first initially is, is obviously it, it, it's, it, it would be his first start and it would become a little bit of a, a circus, you know, having to, to deal with all the things that come with being a starter. Um, but also, uh, you know, you look at the, the, the opponent and, and who you're playing and what they're playing for. Um, you know, going with Taylor would have given us an opportunity to see what they're doing, how they're doing it, and would have given Sam a chance to take a look at it, um, you know, if, if we had gone with Taylor. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, at some point, if, if Sam ever gets the opportunity to be a starter, this would be the chance. Why not get it over with now and go from there? But the most important thing is that we're, we're really intrigued in terms of watching and seeing what Sam can do as a, as a quarterback in this league. Uh, will Taylor be the, the two then? Yes, Taylor is the primary backup. And why, uh, why not Carson after starting last week? Yeah, we just decided that we'd go with Taylor. Um, I don't know if you were watching the, the, uh, the Monday night game live when it was happening, but as, as a coach and also as a former player, what was your reaction to seeing what was unfolding? Uh, biggest thing, more so than anything else, was just you know hoping and praying that the young man would be fine. Um, you know, Demar, what happened to him was was you know one of those very one offs. But at the same time, you know, after you see that, you you immediately think and pray and hope that he's going to be fine. And just back to the to your team, other than Sam, do you anticipate going with any other younger guys? To- yeah, we're we're, we're going to look to to play some of our younger guys and give some opportunities, um, you know, and see who they are, and we'll go from there. Um, probably make it really early in their lives that they're going to play football because they love it or whatever. But it's a very violent sport. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, how does, how does someone, you played at the highest level, how do you compartmentalize that and understand that it's violent but it's worth the risk? Um, well, I mean, there's risk in everything you do. you know, And, 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 and one of the things that can help mitigate risk, obviously, is being – and uh, training yourself properly, you know, keeping yourself in top physical shape, uh, mental shape. Um, I think also learning uh, your base fundamentals to the nth degree. I mean, becoming as, as good as you can at that. Um, and then at the same time, you, you've got to sit there and weigh the risks because you just never know. I mean, it, it's crazy, but, um, you know, something like this could happen, and, and you just don't know that. But you could also say that for everyday life. You just don't know when something's going to come up. And, and so I think that's probably how we do it. Um, I mean, at least I, I know that's how I did it. Um, and it's one of those things that I was also very fortunate that, that you know, I, I never had to have surgery or anything. Um, but I, I think a big part of it is a lot of guys, you know, we, we look at the, at the risks involved, but we also just realize that risk is all around us. Ron, what have you seen from Sam this season um, to get to this point? What was your conver- without sharing too much? What was your conversation with Sam like? Um? Well, I, I'll, I will say this. You know, my initial was like I said I, earlier um, to Ben's question was I, I had I had thought about going with um, with, with Taylor and, and actually talked to him about that. And then after having an opportunity to, to rethink and talk with some other folks about it, talk to some of the team leaders and and and, and other players. Um, and coaches, for that matter, it really came down to, to finding out about the young man. So when I sat down with him, we talked about it. He was excited, and, and I said, "Look, you know, just you know, you're ready." And he was, "Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to roll." Well, if you go back and look when when Carson was first injured and had surgery, um, you know, he became the uh, primary backup. So watching Sam every day and getting a chance to watch how he performed against the defense and, and those little detail things I talked about that I felt he had to work on coming out of training camp, you could see that he was, he was doing those things. He was, he was working. He was getting a feel for that. And a lot of times, you know, when you're, when you're, you're doing scout team, 
you know, that's a good indicator as to how guys can 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 develop and grow. And it was very interesting because a couple of guys that um, I talked with today, one of the things that they did say was they felt he, he was ready for his opportunity and this would be a good chance to watch him. So I think this was, that was a big part of the reason, too, as well, is that just how people felt based on the things that we saw, you know, during that stretch that, um, you know, those, those five and a half, six weeks that, um, that he was the primary backup. You got a chance to see him compete every day against the number ones. What, was there any consideration to going back to Carson, or, or was there a particular reason? Um, no, you know, we talked about all our options and, and opportunities. And, and like I said, initially my first thought was Taylor. Um, but again, as we continue to talk about this and work through this and, and on up into today, um, you know, I, 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 like I said, last night I had an idea, I had a thought, and this morning came in and talked again and talked some more and really just felt that, um, you know, if we're going to do it, now's the chance, let's do it. Get it, you know. I don't want to put it, make you know, just kind of get it over with, but you know, to go through it, go through the process, and see how he handles it. He won't be judged on one game. Obviously, we heard the injury report. We saw who was out there. Yep. How, how do you make sure to frame those expectations properly for what he can do with well, what exactly you got? Exactly what you said. I mean, you know, we've had a number of veteran guys that, for the most part, have, have played these last four or five weeks. You know, injured, beat up, and um, you know, th- th- this was kind of a culmination of it all. Um, you know, we, we we're hoping to have a few guys available. We probably won't, uh, but we'll have other guys available. So we'll see. Can't anybody else you're excited to, to get a glimpse at? This oh yeah, there there's several young guys that we want to we want to get some more opportunities to and put them out on the field. Uh, Chris Paul is, is a young man that we want we want to take a really good look at. Um, we want to continue to look at those young tight ends. Um, you know, we, we we know who the receiving group is. Um, you know, defensively, we got some young defense alignment we want to take a look at, and we'll get a chance to see them continue. Um, and um, some of the young DBs. Will Terry and kind of the, the receivers play a full workload, like to, to support Al? Or well, for you... the most part, you know, they'll they'll come in, they'll play, and and as as the game unfolds, we'll go from there. Um, well, you know, like we've one thing we've always felt was was he has a live arm. You know, he 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 really does. Um, in quick decision making, and um, and he he took pretty good command early on, I mean, right from the beginning. Stepped in the huddle, and uh, it was it was really crisp. Broke the huddle real well. Uh, I think on there on the fourth play, um, there was a um, somebody had made a mistake in formation in motion, and he stopped it and got back in the huddle and started all over again. So he was willing to step up and take command. And um, just. You said you you mentioned you kind of slept on it uh, after thinking Heineke. Was there someone in particular that changed your mind or made a point to you that was like, oh, that that um, resonated with you? There were several people I talked to that, that 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 gave me some 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 ideas and some thoughts, and um, and and I really, you know, I, I just wanted to make sure I, I was I was weighing all the options and opportunities and reasons why. I mean, there's a, there's enough reasons why to start them and enough reasons why not to. And and it's just a matter of at the end of the day, he's he's going to get an opportunity to play. Why not just start from the beginning more so than anything else? Practice reps versus regular season game reps, a lot of difference there. What do you think the biggest challenge is going to be for Sam on Sunday against a defense that's that's pretty darn good? Well, I think more so than anything else, it's just decision making. I mean, he's he's gonna he's gonna face a pretty good team that's that's playing for something and. You know, he's got. To, he's just going to have to make good decisions and, and go from there. Before the season started, Ron, you said this year three was going to be a big year for mm-hmm. this franchise, for this team, that you wanted to see growth, you wanted to see that next step. I'm sure you're in the process of the self-reflection, self-evaluation as the finality comes up here on Sunday. Do you feel like this team has met your expectations and taken – those next steps that you wanted to see, as you mentioned, in the offseason going in? I'd like to believe we did. I think we did some really good things. I think there was a, there was a point where, what, we were six in the whole playoff hunt. Um, we got ourselves there. We played some pretty good football, and some things happened that we just couldn't sustain. You know, we went through a period with some injuries and lost some guys for the season that we didn't have available. Um, we played several games that way. We didn't have the running backs from the very beginning. Uh, we finally got that together, and, and, and as things came together, we showed what we could do and then some unfortunate situations. So do I think we, we, we stepped forward? Yeah, I do.
do I think we, we show we have a pretty good core of young guys? Yes, I think so. And do we have enough young guys, our veteran guys around those young guys? I think we do. But I do think there's a couple of positions that we can shore up, that we need to shore up. Um, and again, it comes back to the one question that's looming over everybody, and that's the quarterback position. I was kind of hoping that you know we had found a solution, and who knows? We may not. We may have. We'll find out on Sunday how we feel about it coming out of it. Um, but do I feel good enough? Yeah, I do. I really do. I mean, we, we did some good things, you'd like to believe. Now, we had some opportunities we didn't capitalize, and that's on us. That's on me. But at the end of the day, I feel good about that. You've talked about the need for QB1, and even right there you alluded to it. And have you had any conversations with Carson? How has that gone? They've been good, you know. Um, and I think, you know, going forward, we've got a lot more evaluating to do. Need to talk to him about making a change this week or after the Browns games it kind of understood? I think it was kind of understood, but I talked with them in the morning, this morning to the to the quarterbacks and went from there. What did you make of Chase Young in his second game? Better. He really was. Um, you know, again, still see a little tentativeness. In fact, he and I were we, – we, we, we talked yesterday about it. There was um, one play in particular where um, the play cut back on him and you could see for a second when he did stick that leg in the ground, he kind of got stuck. And uh, he knew exactly. And so when I, I mentioned it to him and when I said it to him, he knew exactly what I was talking about. Um, and he said, yeah, I'm still a little tentative on some of these things, Coach. I'm still working on it. I'm still getting through it. And one of the things I said to him, I said, you know, this is the thing about it. When you come back, you're never the same guy initially. You've got to work your way back into it. And as Dr. An uh, Andrews told him, was that you're not going to be that guy right off the bat. It's, it's going to come in time. And I said, if you want to take an example, just look at Saquon Barkley. You know, last year, you know, everybody wondering what happened, and this year he's, he's, he's playing back to form. So I said, it'll come. And, um, but he, he, was, he was pretty excited about it, how he played. You know, there's still some things that um, you know, we want him to continue to work on and uh, grow on. And it, it's coming because, um, you know, he had a chance for a couple of sacks he missed. Um, and, it, and it really was just trying to get him to understand, hey, you've you got to trust in that one more step. And I, I think that that'll come over time. Do you treat him as maybe a special case this Sunday in terms of playing time, or do you want to see him get another full game under oh, we, his belt? We want to see him play. We most certainly do. But, again, we will, we will look at situation and circumstances. I mean, we're, you know, we, we, we are playing for the future, obviously. We want to win. I mean, that's first and foremost as far as I'm concerned. Um, but we also have to think about going forward, and that's part of why the decision was made about Sam. You know, the, everything we're doing really is about winning, but it's also about seeing what we have going forward. Take two more. What specifically will you look for from Sam to tell if his progress that he made on the practice field is translating? Well, first and foremost is a lot of little details we talked about. That was footwork. You know, what's his footwork like? Um, second thing is his decision-making. You know, a couple of times in the preseason, the thing that he got stuck on was when that first or second guy that he had gone to wasn't there, he, he waited, he waited, and, and then he got hit. And what he's got to understand is in, you know, when, 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 when it's, it's live situation, and as Scott mentioned, it's completely different preseason pre practice in real time. So he can't sit there and wait for that guy to open. He's got to either get to the next one or get rid of the ball or get out of the pocket. Um, with Heineke, did you have a conversation with yes. him? And then, you know, longer term, would you like to keep him around? Well, we'll get into what we want to do um, going forward with, with personnel once the season's over. But my conversation with him was terrific. Um, he's 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 a he's a heck of a young man, and and you know he, he really helped me through this in terms of decision making. And, uh, among the people you talked to, did ownership get involved in this, no. or was it strictly no, coaches? No, no. This okay. is this is this is this is this was done by everybody in that office, uh, in that facility. And um, a couple of special people that I, I, I rely on for, for, for their input. Ryan, you have a lot of guys on the injury report. Do you anticipate any of them playing? Yes. There'll be a few of them that will, that, that will make it. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thank you, guys. All right. There you go. Ron Rivera talking about uh, the quarterback situation. Going to go with Sam Howell as the starter. And obviously, Taylor Heineke, the two. No discussion of Carson Wentz. And look, I, I think we all understood uh, after. Well, really, the second pass on Sunday. <laughs> His future was uh, not much longer here; shouldn't be, at least. And good to hear that at least there is no threat of that happening. Um, 
going into next season. Just cut your losses and move on. Obviously, Sam Howell will be here regardless of what happens on Sunday. He's under contract for the next three seasons. Sarah Heineke will be a free agent. So we'll get to some of the stuff that Ron Rivera has talked about coming up. We'll get the phone calls as well. Uh, the decision's in. Many of you were scared this morning when you thought Sam Howell wasn't going to be the guy. Well, he is. Are you happy? Uh, but, you know, there's obviously not going to be a full team uh, around him potentially. And, oh, yeah, a really motivated and hungry Dallas team that takes the football away. All right, we'll get to all that coming up. It is uh, Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you, Team Nanity, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Back here on Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, uh, Ron Rivera going with uh, Sam Howell. So, poor Jeremy Fowler. I don't know if somebody gave him some bad information from ESPN or if he was the test balloon and he didn't realize it. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, here's what we're going to do. We'll see if we're really going to do this. And the public reaction was so bad from fans and media via the socials that they uh, pulled it back. I don't know. I don't know if that's what happened or not, or if he really was torn and, you know, somebody just jumped the gun here figuring this is the route he was going to go. I'm not sure. But whatever it is, it'll be the Sam Howell show uh, coming up on Sunday. And, you know, again, it, it, this is not going to make or break his career. I disagree. Back in the day, man, guys had some humiliating performances as rookies in the NFL, and nobody thought the better of it, and they kept moving forward. Um, but nowadays, yeah, I mean, there is a little bit more of this, oh, my gosh, you got to, you know, hit it running perfectly uh, in your opener. Like, not, not everybody's going to be – you know, remember remember when Pat Mahomes was a rookie? He didn't play, right, until the last week of the season. I, I want to say he played against the Broncos, and obviously they had Alex Smith at that time. And he played so well in that game. Like, all the uh, Chiefs fans were like, oh, my God, get Alex Smith out of here at the end of the season which they did. Um, you might remember who he went to. But anyway, so, you know, I, I don't expect that for Sam Howell. This is a very tough spot. This team, you know, they're not whole. They're injured. I don't know if you heard. Did you guys catch pick, pick up on any of that? Um, Coach Rivera says there's injuries. Um, I don't know if you picked up on that in his last five press conferences or not. But, yeah, he's been kind of mentioning that a few times. You know, here's what I wonder. Because we keep – this is year two. It, like last year was COVID, whatever. But – I hear a lot about, like, when we're whole, we're good. So maybe, really, the all the off-season needs to be spent on medical devices or medical staffing or, like, a, a full-on, like, rehab hospital at the at the uh, command center. 
Because that seems to be the only thing holding these guys back. I mean, if you listen to the coach, it's never anything else. It's just the injuries. I mean, if you really listen closely, that's the intimation. I mean, they should be very proud of the step forward of 7, 8, and 1, um, you know, this season. So, you know, maybe with the, the hope of being, you know, they're not going to be 7 and 10. I guess that's a positive. There you go. But I, I don't know. It just kind of blows me away. It really does. I mean, again, if you look at the the wins and lo- like, pick up the schedule. You know, I like go to the schedule, one of the scheduling pages, like on ESPN or NFL Network. Today, I had one up uh, where it, it like sections off the games horizontally. Um, anyway, and it looked really weird because you see all these L's early, and then the middle column had all these W's, and then the last column had all these L's and a T in it. Uh, but again, outside of you know. October and November, they did nothing. I mean, nothing. You know, W L L L L L W W W L W W W T L L L. So, you know, that was the season. So it was a October, November season. December, nothing. Yeah, you got a win in September. Uh, o for January. You got one more shot in January. But, I mean, you know, there was plenty of season in between there. Plenty of season uh, of where things were still competitive and still up in the air. Again, 7-5. and five, Was proud of that moment, he said, when they were in the sixth spot. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. What does our friend Rick say? Well, when you don't have a boss? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, hopefully that will be rectified here in the next few months. All right, 301 All right, the decision has been... Uh, is to go with Sam Howell, for better or for worse, on Sunday. You know, I don't know if they win the game. I, frankly, and I rarely say this, but I don't care if they win the game, as awful as it will be to lose to Dallas. But you're kind of used to it at this point. You know, it's the last three you've lost to them. We didn't have a whole lot of hope, even with Taylor playing. Uh, but, you know, you got to find out a little something about this guy. you got to see some signs of some semblance of can he or can he. And, again, he should not be completely evaluated off of this game. But you'd like to also, this is not just a test for Sam Howell, for me at least. What I'm looking for is, do I have any confidence in the staff? Like that they can put this together and show you that they've been working with this guy throughout this whole process and they've really seen true improvement, or have we just been you know, being lied to about that too? You know, that, that's what you want to see out of this whole thing, for me. At least that's my, my feeling on it. And he's the only guy under contract next season. He's the only guy under contract next season. Who knows if he's here with, you know, Derek Carr or somebody else or someone else. I don't know. Whatever. But, you know, and I do kind of agree with Ron Rivera's thoughts on this part. Let's get it over with, right? Like, why save this for next year, Uh, you know, potentially, you know, week one or whatever it may be or, you know, week ten of next season or whatever it could end up being. Let him go now. If You know, give him a shot here. Kind of a soft landing spot. There's kind of a preseason feel to it anyway with the people you're looking at. And, you know, sometimes things don't make sense in the NFL. Like, a lot of times they don't make sense. You know, let the kid play. There's low to no pressure here. It's going to feel like a road game. I mean, any upside that is shown is a positive, I would think, at this one because there's low to no expectations for him. But at least... You know, just let him lose. Instead of him worrying about, like, i got to come in on the third series, I'm going to come in the fourth quarter when the game, you know, we're down by three touchdowns or whatever it may be, and got to throw every down. You know, whatever it may be. Give him, like, level playing field. Let him feel the exhilaration of that and, you know, the preparation through the week, being the guy, going through with it. And, again, just knowing that probably no matter what he does, they're going to try to go get somebody this offseason, right? I mean, I think the, he said that on Monday, which is interesting, and then today wouldn't really talk about the future. But I mean, Monday he pretty much said, yeah, it's just like it, I said, you know, going into the season about quarterback, or I said at one point this year it's about quarterback. So he's just signaling that they need to get a quarterback. Uh, more than likely with where they are drafting, unless they want to give up a bunch of picks, they're going to have to deal with it via trade again or free agency, you know, bringing a veteran in here. But again, if Sam Howell – does, you know, in this what appears to be an against-all-odds situation, show you enough good stuff, maybe feel like, you know what, could do worse than have him play next season or at least battle it out with somebody uh, to play next season. All right, let's get to some calls here with you uh, before we get to the top of the hour. Next hour we'll have a lot of time for calls as well, 301-230-0980. We'll get to L.A. and Steve, what is happening? Thanks for waiting. You're up with us here on Burgundy Gold today. Yeah, hey, uh, good morning, Scott. Um 
You know, I, I wasn't able to, to catch all of that news conference, but what a little uh, bit I, uh, I heard was basically the same thing, like like you, uh, you know, about injuries, mm-hmm. progress. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's really, really getting tiresome, you know, after all these years. And, I, you know, I watch football to get away from all the spin, right? <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, watch something real, real, you know? Yeah. Um, um, but yet <laughs> we get this coach who's up there and, 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 you know, I, again, I always say, you know, Ron Rivera, great guy, great story sure. as a coach. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, why is it that when I listen to, you know, your show, other shows, all the callers, it seems like everybody knows what the problem is yet, uh, he seems to be oblivious, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he goes up there and spins, you know. Like, well, what, what's the what's the saying? You know, he's he's uh, he's he's peeing on everybody's head and and, and tells us it's raining, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then yet he expects us to believe this after all these many years, you know. I, I think I think his record here, his record elsewhere. Um, you know, speaks for itself. I mean, I yeah. we keep on talking about the same thing, same thing, and and yet uh, every year we're asked to 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 stomach this. I mean, I all the I, I I don't think I was following the commanders this closely. Um, you know, just but but this year um, I've been following closer, and this is the impression that I get. And and also, what really gets me is that you know, in the NFL, this is like we're talking about billions of dollars, right? All these resources at his disposal. Yet, he, 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 I think, makes these, you know, uh, incomprehensible decisions about quarterbacks and, 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 and the personnel decisions. I, I don't understand it, you know. Um, I, you know, I'm frustrated, obviously, as you can hear, because I feel like, you know, if, if any of us, a lot of the callers that call in with the same resources could make better decisions, could come up with a better product, Right. And and why is it that you know people in San Francisco, their coaching staff, are able to, I, I'm you know, I mean, are able to to, you know, with, with Mr. Irrelevant, mm-hmm. come up with multiple wins? I mean, why is that? I mean, I think it's not that they have that much better personnel, right? Um, and and you know, like Mr. Uh, Sam Howell, he's drafted. I don't know what round, fifth round. Mr. You know, irrelevant uh, drafted last. Yet somehow, I think they're able to to support him um, and 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 put up a better product. And I don't feel like you know that when when their coaches go up on the podium, you know, they're they're spinning things for us. But I think that that's the part that really just gets me well, more and more I, frustrated. I hear you, Mike. Hey, thanks, Nicole. Um, look, he, here's the thing that really. I mean, I, I don't know how you can. Sell the step over thing again. As he pointed out, they were seven and five, sixth spot in the in the NFC, going into a stretch where they were going to get a bunch of home games. Uh, get the Giants twice, who weren't exactly world beaters at this point. The Giants were leaking oil. Uh, they looked like a team that you know Cinderella slipper, you know, and all that stuff. It struck midnight on them. Uh, they were a nice story early. They gave them oxygen. They they resuscitated the Giants is what they did. I mean they really did. They they gave them they gave them their season. They saved their season much like they did. Remember when Coughlin was on his way out? Everybody thought in the Super Bowl year. And I don't say the Giants won the Super Bowl, but hey, <laughs> just be careful. I mean, but they looked to be done. They really did. And this team, you know, let them hang around in the game when they jumped up ten zip, blow it, tie. Then, of course, come out and lay a complete egg after coming off a bye. And, again, that's so inexcusable. I mean, we can talk about last week's game with Wentz, which was so damn predictable because, you know, again, if you had watched the season prior to the Bears game, you knew this, this dog wouldn't, you know, isn't going to hunt, as uh, our friend Rick says. You just know what's going to happen. But anyway, but to say encouraged from all that, it's just I, I, can't, I can't hear it. I, I don't want to hear it. I, I can't believe a guy who, again, played for Buddy Ryan and Mike Ditka believes that. I just can't. I just can't believe he feels like that's acceptable. It just comes off like you're talking about your kid's sports team, right? Like, oh, that's okay. We learned something this year. You know, we'll get him next year. No, damn it. You shouldn't be able to get him next year. You should have some real change. But there's not going to be because of this goofy-ass situation that they're in, which, again, thankful. I'm thankful for it. Don't get me wrong because I, I thought it wouldn't happen in my lifetime. 
right, that they would ever get to the point where we'd get a chance to see what it looked like on the other side, right, with a different person running the show, not the guy who ran it into the ground for two-plus decades. Or is that three-plus decades? Whatever. You know, anyway, I just – but, you know, to do that today, I mean, come on. But he did say it's on me at one point. He did. He did. That's progress. I'm going to take that win. I'm going to take that win. And, again, I'm, I'm thinking they need to invest all the offseason resources and money – uh, in medical staffing and, you know, rehab equipment and things like that. Because if you're perfectly healthy, which, by the way, never happens in an NFL season, you got a chance if you if you listen as what I heard today. All right, coming up, hang on the line if you're there. We'll get to more calls, 301-230-0980. It's Sam Howell's show this weekend against the Cowboys. Do you like the move? And what are your expectations for Sam Howell against a very vicious Dallas defense that uh, has a lot to play for? We'll get your thoughts coming up. Burgundy and gold today. Scott Jackson with you here. Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, Tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.